Hey, welcome to the Living Box Free Podcast. I'm Ashleen Seitz. And I'm Becky Ford. And this podcast is brought to you by our coaching and consulting company, On The Rise Group. And we are here to talk about personal and professional growth. Yeah, if you enjoy this episode, don't forget to subscribe and share. And let's dive into this week's topic. Hello, welcome back to Living Box Free. I'm Ashleen Seitz, and today we are going to talk about another obstacle, the obstacle of running out of energy. And that happens to all of us. And we're going to figure out what can we even do about that. And to talk about it, my friend Michael Anderson is here. I'm so excited to hear from him. Been wanting to get him on the podcast for a while. So we'll hear from him shortly. But first, because we're hosted by On The Rise Group, Michael, what's On The Rise for you this week? On the rise for me this week, Ashleen, is good news. I had a great coaching call earlier this morning with a client, a follow-up with another client who's seeing great results in their team and in their life with some of the things that we worked on. That's, That's deeply gratifying. The band I'm in has... Two new concerts in Minnesota, of all places. So Whoa, it's like we get okay. to do a mini tour. So just lots of exciting, good news things going on. That's awesome. Well, good. I'm so glad. It's a good week to be alive, huh? Good week to be you. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, I am going to say soccer slash, you know, football, as it's known around the world. Uh, the club season is upon us, and we're coming up on... The international season headed into the Women's World Cup this year, which I'm actually going to, which is shocking. Nice. Um, so soccer, it's starting. It's building up. I'm real excited about it. I love soccer. So if anyone, any of our fans want to talk to anyone about soccer, I'm up for it. Just send me a message. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get to talk about soccer enough. So, all right, Michael. Michael Anderson is here, and I. I've known Michael for, gosh, 15 years, 16 so, years almost. That sounds about yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was on staff with the ministry that I came and did a summer mission with. So I was out here in Indiana for a summer and he was one of the staff members. And so I remember meeting him then and yeah, having some good conversations. And he taught us a bunch of communication skills, which I re- still remember one of his points to this day. So clearly it was effective. And then uh, he was the brother or is the brother-in-law of one of my good friends. And so just, yeah, he and his wife took me in on holidays, made me part of the family. I still feel like part of the family and I'm really grateful for that. But uh, the probably the biggest way that Michael has made a mark on my life is just through being my mentor, being through a, being a coach who helps me through processes, problems, talks me through things, reminds me that I can do it. Uh, He's one of the people in my life who constantly says, you got this. And I really appreciate that about Michael. So I want you guys all to meet Michael and hear from him. And then if maybe you're like, you know what, that's the person I need in my life. Maybe you can go after Michael and see if he wants to coach you. I don't know. Better get in line. But (laughs) (laughs) anyway, so this is Michael. Talk to us. Who, Who are you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you very much, Ashleen. And in the from what it's worth category, my wife Lisa and I, you know, we think of you as part of the family. And it's always Thanks. it's always great to be with you. The uh 
you know, about, about me, honestly, I consider myself to be wildly blessed. And so it's interesting, you know, that what's on the rise this week is good news because I feel very fortunate to live the life I get to live. Yeah. Well, most of the time, it's not like without its, as you know, without its bumps and bruises. But of course, yeah. I mean, so the, the roles I've played in life include electrical engineer, soldier in the U.S. Army, touring musician, believe it or not, award-winning photographer, professor, consultant, public speaking coach, and world traveling trainer. So I've, uh, yeah, just been really fortunate to live this life and work with Fortune 500 companies, nonprofits that have three employees. I've Let's see. I've managed to dodge death a few times, so I shouldn't even be alive. That's true. In a, yeah, in a lot of uh, a lot of equations. I've a yeah. father to four awesome kids, three grandkids. Like I said, I'm married, and I am actually an official member of the Iron Butt Association. So there you go. What more could you? I ask? didn't even know that was a thing. Please, please tell me more about this. <laughs> oh, it's a thing. Believe me. How does uh, it become a thing? How do you become a member? <laughs> you become a member by riding a motorcycle 1,000 miles in less than 24 hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So you have, to, you have to collect all your documentation and send it in and go through, uh, all right. go through all that stuff. And then you get your, get your patch and certificate wow. that you are an wow. iron butt. So, <laughs> some of my students awesome. think that also. Yeah. As, a, as a professor, yes. I'm, <laughs> let's just put it this way. I'm an iron butt. Yes. <laughs> Rephrase that however you care to. <laughs> but also very helpful. So, very you helpful. know, right. you win some, you lose some. That's right. That's right. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's talk about energy and the idea of what we need to function, how we need to utilize our energy and what this obstacle is of even keeping our energy under our control and those kinds of things. Just yeah. describe the energy obstacle for us, would you? Uh, well, if you recall high school physics, uh, you learned the second law Vaguely. of thermodynamics. Yeah, I was, I, even though I was an engineer, I was terrible at physics. Yeah. Uh, but this I remember, the second law of thermodynamics. For every, um, let's say, action, there is an equal and opposite reaction, So, which basically means uh, change requires energy. And which is why they say, you know, the universe is dissipating, it's dying and all that other stuff, because there has to be an outside source that's putting energy into it. Well, our, our lives are like, like that. You know, our brains, the thoughts that we have, it's all energy. It's all electrons that are skittering around our brain and throughout our body. And our cells are, generate energy so that we can move. Right, the mitochondria inside our cells, the little powerhouses, right? Well, if we aren't working on replenishing that energy, we dissipate ourselves like the universe, and eventually, it's good news, right? We're all going to die. It's just the way it is. Uh, we're gonna, if, yeah. Eventually, there's not going to be enough energy to keep us yep. rolling. Everything's going to break down. But the second law of thermodynamics tells us. That if there's not energy going in, that system's going to dissipate. And because our brains are running on energy, our bodies run on energy, we've got to find ways to energize ourselves, which is why we eat. 
But there's more to it than that, right? Food is, is one way that we energize ourselves, but we have relational needs. We get energy from people and yeah. we get energy from activities and we sleep because we need to regenerate our energy. That's our body's way of healing and boosting up those battery cells, if you will, those, those energy tanks. And yeah. as, as we're trying to grow in our life, then we want to, we want to make changes that requires energy and we have to find a way to get energy into our system so that we can make the changes that we want to do. It's a good habit. We want to start or a bad habit. We want to break. That's a change that takes energy. Yeah. And I think we underestimate how much energy that takes. Right. Starting off, a, you know, something we want to change at the beginning of the year, New Year's resolutions. I mean, this is going to be coming out in early March. And I, I feel like, yeah, yeah, we're we're getting to the point in the year where everyone's like either they met their re- resolution or they're completely off board at this point because they didn't have the energy for that change. Right. So, yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, do you remember... You, you may have studied this in school. Those experiments with with people, they'll they'll put a plate of cookies in front of them, and they say, "Well, we're going to start our experiment uh, in a couple of minutes, and you can have as many cookies as you want, you know, until we come in and, and start this ex- experiment." But then for some other people, yeah, they say, "Oh, you can't eat any cookies. Don't eat any cookies, or it's going to ruin the experiment." And then they walk out of the room for five or ten minutes, and they come back in and. The actual experiment is what happens when people can or cannot eat cookies. It's not this other right. interview. Oh, well, so what happens? The people who can eat cookies, they have maybe two or three. Rarely do they gorge themselves. Yeah. The people, though, who had to resist the temptation to eat the cookies, when they're told they can eat cookies, they eat cookies. <laughs> they, <laughs> they go for it, you know? Yeah. And what happened? They spent so much energy not eating cookies, that when they yeah. finally got the green light to eat cookies, they had no energy to manage themselves, to control themselves. Yeah. And, and so that's kind of what we're, what we're up against when we are trying to make changes in our, in our own lives. Yeah. So what is that? What do we do about that? I mean, understanding that is a great step, understanding that we only have so much willpower right. and energy for change. But what do we what do we even do about that? Right. Well, I think you're right. You know, just being aware of it and, you know, I'll, I'll understand, I'll put a fine, I'll try to put a fine point on it this way. See the, the bad habits that we have are flowing on very, very well-paved neural superhighways in our brains. We are, we have trained ourselves very well to do certain behaviors. Mm-hmm. And when we want to change that, we have to, we have to do is tear down this super highway and build a new path. It starts out like a foot trail uh, to better behavior. And our all that those trails are all moving energy and maintained by energy. So it takes energy to break down a road and it takes energy to build up a new road. So what we've got to do is find those things that are going to give us that energy and. What, what I encourage my clients to do is look at three areas of their lives, relationships, recreation, and rest. Those are three things 
that are available to us almost any time we want them. So what I what I tell my clients is you need to you need to tap these energy sources three, four, five times a day as you're going through your work day so that you can do the things you want to do and so that you can not do the things that you don't want to do. Yeah. So break those those three areas down for me. What what does that look like? Sure, sure. Um well I think you went to my website, right? I've got that thing called the power bank. Right. So you can yeah. down, down, download that power bank. There's those three sections in there. Relationships recreation, rest. Five people that know you, that get you, write down their names in that, you know, uh, under relationships. Mm -hmm. These are people who know your values. They know your goals. They know what you're about. You can call them anytime and tell them anything and they are not going to shame you. They're going to be with you. They're going to be for you. They are, are... Truly, they are sources of emotional energy, encouragement, validation, celebration. Sometimes, yes, correction, reality is part of that. Uh, I'll I'll plug a friend's book. Uh, It's called People Fuel. It's by uh, Mm. an associate of mine, Dr. John Townsend. It talks about the relational nutrients that we need. So I encourage people, write down those five names, but then verify don't just assume that this person gets you send them an email says hey what do you think i'm about if you had to describe me or what my values are and what's important to me what would you say their answer is going to let you know whether or not they think they they're really they really get you you see yeah and then you can you can form what's called a life team a group of people who you give permission to speak into your life and you you can contact them whenever you you need some of those relational nutrients, if, if you will. Uh, so that's that's just one thing. Uh, the, the power of hope, Ashleen. Uh, do you remember the, the the rats drowning in a barrel experiment? I, I vaguely, but yeah, hit me again. So, so they have this. They put a rat in a barrel, and the thing starts yeah. to drown in about I don't know five minutes. You know, he's just paddling away. And then he says, okay, forget it. I'm going to just die. Well, they, they take the rat out and resuscitate the rat. They put the rat back in the barrel. And this thing swims like forever. Forget the I'm dead in five minutes. There's this, there's this uh, I don't know what rats think, but there's a sense of something good's going to happen. Yeah. You know? and, and, and people in our lives can give us that same sort of hope and that same sort of infusion on those days, in those moments where we are just hangdog. We are not happy mm. with ourselves, with our life, with our circumstances, what have uh, Then, So then the other one is, is recreation. What are things that you enjoy doing? The things that when you do it, you think this is living. I could do this yeah. all day, every day. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, you should do that every day. <laughs> Maybe not all day. Uh, yeah. You know, and so for me, it's it's music. So I, and I'm very fortunate that I was able to to find a band that would put up with me, and I I played I played drums in a band, or I'll go yeah. down in my basement and I'll you know put some music on and just just listen down there to to music and throw some darts around. But go for a walk, go for a run. What are the things that 
really fuel your soul mm. f- and fill your heart with, with joy. Five yeah. things. That's it. Five things. So relationships, five people. Recreation, five things. Rest, five things. What are the things that you do that allow you to rest and, and recover? And yeah, for some people, it's going to take a nap. Uh, for other yeah. people, it might be read a book. It, that could go recreation or, or rest, you know. Um, but what are those things that uh, it's kind of a, it, it, it's a little oxymoronic, isn't it? it? What do you do so that you can rest? But that's what you're doing. You're actually, yeah. you're resting, even though you're, you're doing something, you're accomplishing rest. And, yeah. you know, the, the research on what the human brain and how the human brain behaves is fascinating. And it, it, well, I think we, we've talked about this. Maybe you remember. How long can the human brain really work effectively on a task? Is it an hour? I think I, think I remember it an is. hour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Our, yes, our, I got one right. Way to go. Look at that. That's on the rise. My retention is on the rise. Uh, we're, our brains are good for about an hour, hour and 15 minutes, uh, you know. And then after that, our, our production just falls off a cliff. But what do we do? We think, oh my gosh, I got to keep going. I don't have time to stop. I got to work harder, 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 harder. I just got to keep this hamster wheel spinning. No, actually, you don't. And, and this is the ironic thing. When you stop for 15, 5, 10, 15 minutes, yeah. you will actually become more productive. It's very counterintuitive. But the best thing you can do is stop. In fact, uh, I'm working with someone. We're developing a curriculum and uh, to, to uh, help people who want to start their own business. And cool. one of the... Yeah, it is cool. That's something else on the rise. See that? All this. <laughs> My <laughs> life is that. awesome. <laughs> Another thing. Another thing. I, I, there's so many. Uh, so what the way it's set up is the classes are 75 minutes long, which may seem kind of weird, but it's by design because I, I want them to not just learn how to start a business, but I want them to learn how to manage themselves more effectively. So we've essentially yeah. built in a very natural 15 minute, you know, break for their brain. So we get done with class and say, okay, you got 15 minutes, go do something else. Take a power nap, take a walk, listen to music, whatever you need to do, do that. And then re-engage on your next project. Yeah. That makes so much sense to me. I know that I struggle to stay focused for more than an hour. It's definitely it's definitely hard for me. I yeah. feel like I can hear people listening to this saying, that's nice, but I don't have time for that. Right. Or I don't have the option. Like if I'm sitting in the office, I can't just walk out of a meeting. So what do we even, what does that even look like? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's Find a, a different job. I mean. <laughs> well, if you have to. Uh, yeah. Well, if you're in a meeting that's going more than an hour and 15 minutes, that's <laughs> that's a problem in and of itself. That's a whole other podcast. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the 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 trick is what 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 is the trick? I always start cognitive. I try to. And here's again the the irony, the paradox of being cognitive. 
is we take information and we tell ourselves a story. So we're really not cognitive. So I've, I've just told you and the listeners that your brain is good for about an hour and 15 minutes and then forget it. Even though that's, there's science behind that, um, you're probably still going to work. Rather than believe the truth, the science, yeah. if you will, about how the brain functions. And that actually by stopping, you'll be more productive. Yeah. So why not just do an experiment and see what happens and try it out? Um, but that, that's something that's fascinating to me is we, we like to think that we are logical and we're motivated by information, but we're not. We're motivated by our emotions, which is why this is so important, why you need people in your life to feed your emotional, uh, get or provide those emotional nutrients. And yeah. we need to do experience things in our life that bring us joy, which is an emotion, because it gives us energy, right? Oh, for instance, emotional intelligence. Okay, now this is very, very, very much, you know, in the news. We're, we're realizing, we're learning so much about the power of emotions and how important they are. And that the best, uh, best, that's, that's an arbitrary word. The leaders who are seeing the best results when it comes to not just profitability, but also employee retention, uh, employee satisfaction, and employee mm -hmm. engagement are the leaders who have high EQ, who are helping their employees to develop, and who are aligning employees' roles and responsibilities to the, the strengths, uh, if you will, of employees, rather than making employees fit into a job description. So I, I tell people that. And, and yet, nothing changes. Yeah. You know, too often the, the, the leadership style maintains this top-down approach rather than, oh, you know what? If you actually paid more attention to caring for the people, you'd get a lot more done. But yeah. that's what the research says. Yeah. But it's hard, to, it's hard for our brains to accept that and, and move on. So I, that makes me think of the, the four day work week experiments going on in other countries and how all of the results say it's better, yeah. you know, their productivity is higher. Yep. Everything improves. Yes. And yet I can't see it happening here, no. at least for a long time, because people don't believe it. You're right. You're right. You're right. They don't. So, so Ashley, do you have a four day work week? I typically, actually, yes, recently I've switched to more of a four-day work week or maybe nice. four and a half. Okay, so, nice, yes. nice. That's, that's my goal. That's where I'm headed. That, yeah. That's my, my, my success indicators for this year, my own yeah. personal four-day nice. work week. Nice, yeah. I haven't quite figured out how to not do any work on Saturday or Sunday, so I usually end up doing a couple hours oh, yeah. to get uh, things yeah. ready for Monday, but that's it. Yeah. So, yeah. Something to be said for that. Yeah. Uh, so, Anyway, so you got those three areas, relationships, yeah. get those relational, emotional nutrients into your heart. Recreation, do things that you like doing, have fun. That's not a bad thing. Mm. And then rest, take care of yourself. You know, yeah, get seven, eight hours of sleep a night, 
take a nap during the day. Calm yourself down a little bit. Yeah. I'm curious to hear, Michael, if you don't mind sharing, what, how has this impacted your life or your day or your productivity? What's been your personal experience with, with these kinds of thoughts and concepts? Well, I'm happy to say that it's been really helpful. Mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a list of people, these, these guys that I know who, who get me, who care about me. And every Monday I send them an email that says, hey, this is how I'm doing. Yeah. This is where I'm struggling. Um, I could, re- or sometimes just say, hey, I really need some encouragement this week. You know, write me and tell me what I'm good at. You know, or I tell them this is what I need to do. And this how this is how my plans and my goals for this week are attached to my goals for the month, are attached to my goals to the year, are attached to my goals for my life, my vision for, you know, where I want to be when I'm 80 years old. Yeah. Um, and these guys, they'll, they'll write me back. They'll send me a text. They'll give me a call. Uh, I, I, do, I do make it a point to uh, access music as much as I can because it just it yeah. feeds my soul. I get up in the morning when I'm having breakfast. I'm listening to Dayton classical radio station. You know? And then at, at dinner time, when I and I are having dinner, I put on some jazz music. And then yeah. I go downstairs and I play classic rock. You know, I start playing Led Zeppelin, <laughs> you know. Gotta um, mix it up. Yeah. 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 And um, it's, it does give you, it gives you that lift. So, yeah. And, yeah. but I, I know it's hard. It is hard to stop, especially if you're a solopreneur, like uh, you, you are. And I am, you just hustling, hustling, hustling all the time. And so one of the things uh, that's been helpful to me, uh, yeah, I've told you about, I shared with you the positive intelligence program. Mm-hmm. And so I yeah. get, I get alerts in my phone three times a day and say, hey, hey, take a break, you know, take care yeah. of your brain, defrag yourself a little bit so that you can get into a more creative uh, and focused headspace. And that is remarkable. Wow, I forgot all about the concept of defragging. Yeah. Completely <laughs> forgot that was even a thing. Yeah. If you're under the age of 30, you might not even recognize <laughs> that word. Go Google it. It's fine. Yes, yes, that's that's true. Okay. It was well, a thing that took many, many, many hours of our lives back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you, Microsoft, for building such yeah. an unstable platform. Yeah. The, uh... <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you. Yes. Shout out to Microsoft. Yeah. But I actually I would love to hear just your thoughts on the or your pitch on the positive intelligence because you've told me about it. It's something I'm interested in. I would just love to hear a little bit more detail on that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Thanks. The I got introduced to positive intelligence about a year and a half, almost two years ago. And it it initially was a real shock um when someone said, Hey, here there, there are ten. There are ten saboteurs that have been identified in our brains. Right, this is how we sabotage ourselves. We self sabotage with these messages from these saboteur characters that are in our brains, and they were uh, typically created in our infancy. And uh, the and they were used. The, the whole point of the brain is to keep us alive, and that's what they were doing. 
keeping us alive, whether it's you're being a stickler about things or a hyperachiever or a victim. The whole point is this is how I protect myself. But as an adult, it doesn't work, right? If you're a hyperachiever, you run yourself into the ground. If you're a victim, people pretty much don't like you. (laughs) uh, No personal experience with that one, huh? Oh, no, 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 because, uh, well, okay, maybe that's my my highest one. But anyway, let's let's talk about you. (laughs) Enough about me. Let's talk about you. uh, and, And so these guys are working against us. And I decided, look, yes, guilty is charged and I'm stuck. I got to get over this. And so I went to the positive intelligence website, positiveintelligence.com, did the assessment. It's free. And boom, saw my results and was not happy. Yeah. And I said, okay, fine, I'm in. And so I, I ended up actually getting certified as a, as a positive intelligence or PQ coach. And that's awesome, yeah. been incredibly helpful for me personally. Yeah. But then also for my clients, I'm like a different person most of the time. But think, here, Ashley, here, think of it this way. Yeah. If you, okay, you're, you're a trainer, right? So if, if, you're, if you're training somebody to climb a, a 14er, like a 14,000 foot mountain in Colorado, yeah. the, the, if they just go and try it, it's not going to go well. They're going to get gassed. They're never going to make it. You start out small and you, and you start doing some stairs and you start training. And, and then by the time you get to this 14,000 foot obstacle, you'll get over it. You'll feel yeah. it, you know, but you're going to get over it. Well, life is like that. We hit, we hit these obstacles in our lives. Uh, the loss of a job, a fight with a friend or a spouse. Uh, it's in January, my mother-in-law died suddenly. Tragically, it, it was very, very painful. Um, and to get over these emotional setbacks, these emotional challenges, it's like trying to climb a mountain. Mm-hmm. And what we can do is we can train our brain to identify the lies that we're telling ourselves. We can train our brains to, um, to respond rather than react to our negative emotions. We understand that yeah. our negative emotions are like warning lights on the dashboard. You know, hey, you need to look into this. This isn't, this isn't really quite where it needs to be. And now, by using positive intelligence in, in doing these uh, mental fitness exercises, you rewire your brain. You, you train your brain. In the long run, you end up conserving energy. Because rather than going down this neurological superhighway to bad behavior, I've got a road that's going into a very nice neighborhood of my brain where I'm creative, I'm focused, I'm empathetic, you know, and so it's, it's been, it's been really good. So it's like, it's like training your brain, your mental fitness so that the hurdles, the mountains that happen in life, pandemics maybe are easier to respond to yeah that's awesome thanks for walking through that yeah um i just think it's a really cool concept so it it is it's it's fascinating that our brains can rewire uh, and that's piece that's just one piece of the puzzle this goes back to your relationships see it's it's the combination we can't fix ourselves by ourselves Uh, there's an expression what's what's broken in community has to be fixed in community Mm, our our brokenness happened in a community called our family. Yeah. 
Sorry, that's just the way it is. And so we need we need both. We need to understand yeah. how our brain works and to do the hard work that we can do to to capitalize on our neuroplasticity. But then we need people to speak into our lives, to give us grace, to uh, create those what are what are here's here's a fun word or a term for you a corrective relational experience hmm. which is when i i say to you um i say i i, I say you know ashley and i i'm really having a tough week and i i hate this i hate to say this but i i went on a bender the other night i was just plastered and um and you say wow michael Oh, that sounds really hard. Are you okay? Tell me more about what's going on. You know, or rather than saying, "Oh, come on, you're you're a father. You you shouldn't be getting drunk like that. You shouldn't." Da, 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 right. So rather than getting judgment, I get grace. Mm-hmm. Our brains are programmed for judgment, and we get grace when we get care and compassion and empathy. It literally fries the brains. Uh, uh, literally fries the circuits in our brain because we can't process that. We've got the highway going into shame. We don't have a highway going into grace and love. Yeah. So the only, I feel like, yeah, mm -hmm. every conversation I have with you, I'm like, Oh, so many things. I have so many questions. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know we do need to wrap up in a couple of minutes, but I, I think my, I mean, my biggest question is, what are you, what would you say the takeaways are from all of this of i mean we talked about those three areas you know relationships rest and recreation is it just get started is it you know or is it look into this more sign up for you know talk to a coach talk to you what what do you want people to know and or do that's a great question i want people to know that they're pretty amazing Mm. and they're worth taking care of, which means it's worth taking care of yourself. You, you have incredible things to offer to the world. And if you don't take care of yourself, the world's not going to be able to experience what you have to offer. And you can take care of yourself by tending to your energy stores, get those people in your life. that are going to provide the, relational nutrients that you need find ways that you can rest effectively yeah. um, find things that you can do that are fun that really are recreation recreation you are recreating yourself yeah. um, and don't yeah don't do it alone i mean absolutely you know what here make that list go to my go to my website andersonlr.com I've got a free download there called the Power Bank. It has it'll walk you through this process. You get a, you you'll down uh, you'll get a series of emails, and each one has an assignment, so that you can start to fill in those parts of the Power Bank, and then start start tapping them. And if you can get some friends to do it with you, even better, because good things happen when we're in community. That sort of mutual accountability. Hey, we're all doing good stuff together. And yeah, if you want to talk about coaching or find a coach i absolutely recommend that and i i do a lot of coaching as well this is one of the resources that i use and uh, as well as just helping people understand how they're made and then defragging their brain 
mental yeah. fitness. So, yeah, that's awesome. AndersonLR.com. Is that what you said? Yes. So can find yeah. Anderson awesome. Leadership Resources, AndersonLR.com. Got it. Okay. Very cool. Uh, Michael, I feel like we could talk for another hour, but I'm going to wrap this up. <laughs> As you wish. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for being here, for taking some time, for thinking through how to communicate this, because I, it is such a big deal of having the energy to make changes, having the energy to be the kind of person that we want to be. And it's so difficult to figure out why we keep hitting dead ends. And so I just thank you for thank you for providing a reason and for yeah. providing a way to get out of that dead end. Yeah. Thanks for being here. My Yes, my my pleasure and privilege to be here. And, and you just nailed it. You should have started. I should have said that. Why are we not doing this? Why are we not doing the things we want to do? Uh, yeah. Because we don't have the energy to make yep. those changes. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Spot on, yeah. Ashley. Awesome. Good catch. All right. Well, thanks again. And listeners, we will talk to you next time.